The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 till 11. Now on Mitchell's Front Page, Trent talking tech. Good morning to you, Trent. How are you? Yeah, very well, Mitchell. Well, this uh, Telstra situation with the payphones becoming free to make calls, I just wonder if it gives payphones, which seem to be a bit of a relic of the past, a new lease on life. It certainly could. I mean, you know, um, a lot of us don't pay attention to them these days because we've got mobile phones and we've got other, um, you know, electronic devices that have uh, network connectivity in most places these days. Although, if you you sit back and you think about the other kind of users out there who would still utilise the services, like um, the homeless or you know anyone in a vulnerable situation, uh, the news from Telstra today is fantastic. Uh, you know, there's not quite as many payphones around now, about fifteen thousand across the country, uh, but they are certainly a vital service uh, when people can't get access to the mobile networks. And you know, if you think about those remote areas of Australia where their uh, mobile connectivity is not 100%. You know, it's being worked on slowly, but it's certainly a good thing to have a payphone around and free calling to uh, landline numbers and also mobile phones within Australia. And even the ability to SMS from the payphone as well is um, something that you you can do and absolutely free. Uh, the limitation is literally six hours, but I don't think you'd find many people standing at a payphone for six hours. <laughs> uh, so the only paid option will be international calls if you're doing that sort of thing. And as a part of the transition, it'll tidy up network functionality as well because they'll take out the the uh, coin function from the devices and the only um, you know payment option will be an electronic payment, which will suit most areas. It'll be a bit of a challenge for some other areas, but it'll also... I, I can envisage save infrastructure costs as well because they won't need to have people going around quite as often, you know, collecting what money is in there to prevent damage to the units. And maybe there'll be a little bit less vandalism if people realise that, you know, there isn't money in there to be stolen as well. And I think you only have to actually spend money on the pay phones uh, to make international calls. Is that right? Mm, mm, that is absolutely correct. I don't know how common it is that people make international calls from a payphone, but I don't know, maybe if the rate is competitive. But, uh, yeah, coins, they're mm. another relic of the past, aren't they? Well, largely speaking, a lot of us are doing electronic transactions, although, you know, there are things in our lives that still require uh, coins and notes. So, you know, I, it, I, don't, I don't think we're at that point where we just get rid of uh, you know, our traditional money system in, in most of our transactional items. And, and, you know, people even find it a bit of a struggle. I know um, some people who are tweeting from being over in the Olympics at the moment um, have found, you know, contact uh, payments are the only method they're using in, you know, in most locations there. And, and for something quite simple, uh, some people just don't like the option of, of needing to use an electronic payment option. Uh, moving along, and Google is following mm. the trend of Apple in terms of designing their own CPU. So it seems like it started out that there were only a couple of major manufacturers, mm. but now people are going out on their own and designing their own. 
And I think some of that comes down to the fact that um, there's been certain challenges with being able to access uh, this sort of architecture. Chip building has been a little bit more challenging during these COVID times, especially when manufacturers think that uh, demand for their products is um, waning a little bit and then decide to stop putting orders into the manufacturers, then all of a sudden realise they need to and hit the big orders up and the companies just can't keep up with the efforts. The other thing is um, some of these CPU manufacturers uh, struggle at times to keep up in the world of innovation and so... Um, you know, brands want to go even further than they have and feel like they're at some sort of limitation. That was the reason why Apple went into the design front themselves and started rolling out their own uh, CPUs, uh, most notably the M1 architecture that's being used in some of the brand new Macs and uh, also mobile phone devices as well. And, and Alphabet, Google's parent company, has decided that they're going to work on their own in-house processes after spending 15 years uh, using other brands chips including Qualcomm who has a large share of the market for Android powered phones so the new uh, Pixel 6 and Pixel 6 Pro phones uh, will be powered by their new CPU architecture uh, which are expected uh, at the later stages of this year. And just last of all, uh, a very big week for Australian tech brands has been news of a takeover of Afterpay and uh, also Invoice to Go. Certainly, uh, the very big one uh, which was announced nationally yesterday uh, was Square Incorporated, who of course uh, is owned uh, and pioneered by Jack Dorsey, who was one of the co-founders of Twitter, uh, has decided to buy Afterpay for $39 million, uh, which is not a bad transaction given the way the company was sitting, uh, and they're expecting to close that transaction by 2022, and all the shareholders of Afterpay are going to get a nice little deal out of it as well. Uh, but there was another company called invoice to go who does provide, um, you know, some niche invoicing solutions uh, for people in various industries. Uh, he spent 20 years, Chris Strode, uh, working up this company and managed to sell it for $850 million uh, to a US company. Uh, just showing, you know, we make some fantastic developments here in Australia, even if we don't have, uh, you know, that, that fully-fledged manufacturing scene that we once had in our country. We certainly do. Thanks very much for being on the program. What's your uh, website once again? Uh, the website is techwrap.net. Good on you, Trent Geddes there, our program tech guy. The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 to 11. Or search for Mitchell's Front Page on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram or wherever you get your podcasts.